This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Affordability. It is an issue for everyone. So given that we all know that, we have talked about it extensively the last few years, it is a surprise, I think, to hear what the City of Vancouver is actually proposing right now. Despite a decrease in the value of people's properties over the last year or two in their draft budget for 2020, the City of Vancouver is proposing a 9.3% hike in taxes and fees. That is a big number, almost 10%. This is part of their, as I said, draft 2020 budget and five-year financial plan. They're going to consider this at a council meeting coming up on December the 3rd, so next week. So that 9.3% number, where does that come from? Well, it's a combination of an 8.2% property tax hike, that would be for residential customers, and a 9.5% utility fee hike. And it also includes a 0.5% tax shift from business to residential properties. So anyway, you cut it, we are talking pretty big increase. In fact, the biggest the city has proposed in more than 10 years. And keep in mind, as I mentioned, that for most homeowners, I would say their property value went down uh, over the last two years or so. So why do this? Why now? And do they really think that people can afford this? And I know if you're like me, you also think, well, wait a minute, what about cost savings? Have they tried to rein anything in in order to offset some of these costs? And where's all this money going to go? We had a chance to speak with Vancouver City Councillor Adrian Carr, who represents the Green Party, about this. And here's what she told us. Well, Councillor Carr, thank you very much for joining us. First off, let's talk about this. What, what, where are we at at this point in the budget process? Uh, well, at the beginning stages in terms of uh, the report is now the draft budget is now printed. It's now online. Uh, people can look at it and, uh, and, and deliberate and you know, be preparing their questions for council, etc. And councillors are preparing their questions. And believe me, I haven't quite finished all the whatever 700 pages of it yet. Um, and, and it's coming to council on December the 3rd. Um, at that time, people can come and speak to it. And uh, then we will go through a deliberation, deliberation process which could take many council days. Right, because I think the first thing that strikes people right off the top is they see this headline of a proposed more than 8% property tax increase. Why? That is such a good question, and let's face it, nobody likes tax increases. Um, But on the other hand, Sammy, nobody likes to see the homelessness, the opioid crisis, the inability to find uh, an apartment or home that you can afford, um, the, the street trees dying, overcrowded facilities, deterioration of of roads, um, not being able to tackle climate change the way we should. So really, this budget is about making sure we put the money in place to handle what are really emerging crises. And in part, um, because over the last 10 years, the budget increases 
have been, and the tax increases have been um, not as high. And I remember Vision crowing about, you know, we've got amongst the lowest or one of the lowest tax increases in the region. Well, that doesn't work if you're not putting the money into keeping the actual essential services um, and the infrastructure of the city going. And now this council has to deal with it. Okay, but what infrastructure are we talking about here? Because you mentioned the opioid crisis. We already have a special levy applied to our taxes for the opioid crisis. So where is this money going to go? Oh, a big, a big chunk of it is actually in the uh, um, the basic staffing and essential services from that point of view. Fire and police, for example, um, police in particular, big part of the budget um, for 10 years. Um, they've been underfunded to the extent that both fire and police have had fewer people on the ground, you know, meeting the, the service demands um, than they've, they had 10 years ago. Only this year, because there has been a bit of increase in terms of our police budget over the last couple of years and now the fire budget have we started to see the restoration of numbers this year this this year yeah um police actually got to the same number of employees as they had 10 years ago that's despite the costs um uh rising the demand rising, the number of people in the city rising. So, I mean, that's just one example. I could give you a lot, but um, the point about infrastructure, I think, is really critical because we are meeting climate change demands on us. Um, The increased water from winter storms, the necessity of actually doing something about our storm sewers, which are spewing a lot of rainwater with the pollutants in it into the oceans. We have to restore those, in my mind, quicker. and in terms of housing and affordable housing, I mean, the, I mean really, this government um, or the city government 10 years ago said they'd end homelessness, and it didn't happen. There weren't the necessary investments. So we are, as a city now, putting more money into affordable housing, putting more money into tackling climate change, offering in this coming budget, for example, money uh, to people who own buildings to be able to retrofit them and get off gas and oil and really reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Right, but you're saying a propos- more than 8% increase, whereas the, the majority of people in BC and their pro- are in Vancouver, their property taxes, the assessments actually went down last year. So their houses are worth less. And now you're talking about raising taxes more than 8%. Where are people supposed to get the money for this? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I realize it's tough, but you kind of have to look at it as, you know, if you don't put the necessary repairs into your home, you're going to have to end up paying way bigger bills in the end. And that's what's happened for 10 years. And so we do have to put the money into keeping, into making sure that we have the infrastructure in place, that we have the housing in place, that we don't have the crises that we do. Um, Now, the cost to an average homeowner or condo owner is kind of maybe a better way to look at it on a per month basis. The cost to the average condo owner is going to be about $7.50 a month. And, I mean, that's what, a really, you know, like a drink, a, a two, two coffees. For the, a homeowner, it's about seventeen fifty a month. Um, and I think that when you put it into that perspective, this is not a lot to pay for making sure that we don't have to pay even more and bigger amounts in the future. Have we looked for any efficiencies, though? And I know this drives people crazy, is that we automatically go up, up, up every year. But what is the city of Vancouver doing to save money? 
Well, that is a really good question. <laughs> and I have asked that question because, as I say, we're at the beginning of the process in terms of um, asking questions of staff based on the budget that we've got, the draft budget. So I did ask staff the question, um, are there any services that w- or programs that we could consider as um, uh, less important or less vital at this point in time? I haven't got an answer back yet on that, but I do think it's a good question to ask. So what happens now? This is a draft budget, as you mentioned. Will people have a chance to weigh in with their thoughts? Absolutely. Um, it's online, so people can um, can look at it online and actually um, send questions in to mayor and council. They can come to the meeting on December 3rd um, in council and uh, register to speak and ask questions there. Um, so, uh, you know, abs- we're absolutely looking for feedback from the public on this. All right, Councillor Carr, thank you. Well, uh, my pleasure and have a great day. That's Adrian Carr, Vancouver City Councilor representing the Green Party.